Earn, Spend, Live presents Eavesdropping. Real women, real talk. Hey guys, it's Malia and Tara. You heard Tara on the podcast a few weeks ago, and you've definitely read her articles if you've ever been on Earn, Spend, Live. This week, we're talking about creativity and lateness, and then the pros and cons of one of the most hotly debated office layouts, open offices. So what's new this week? Well, if you do sign up for our newsletter, then you saw that article about being late and being creative, being connected. <laughs> um, I found this in, I don't know, I get a lot of emails and it just kind of popped up, honestly, and I was like, they'll like this. <laughs> <laughs> the late people will enjoy this article, even though I hate it a lot. Yeah, so basically it's just saying that People that are late more often are proven to be more creative individuals because they're more <laughs> optimistic and take more time to do things. Can you hear the hatred in Tara's voice yet? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, I mean, you can be late and be creative. I'm not saying it's not true, but I don't think it's entirely correct either because I'm never late to work. Unless it's literally, like, I've planned to come in late. Like, it's not, like, an accident. And I think I'm a very creative person, so it was kind of insulting to me. But yeah. a lot of, like, people that I know that are creative literally don't know what time is. Yes. Like, Chris. But so. I don't know that I particularly consider myself overly creative, and I'm late for literally everything always. Well, I wouldn't say you're not creative, but when I think of, like, creative artistic people, you don't jump to the yeah. top of my list. Mm-mm. I think of you as like business yeah. savvy, like that side of things. I don't think of you like sitting there writing these like stories or painting murals or something. Creative writing classes were like literally drawing blood. Yeah, and see, those are my favorite. And I'm, even in school, I was five minutes early to class. You consider yourself an optimist? Honestly, I've never considered myself <laughs> an optimist or a pessimist. I think I'm kind you of a neutral, I guess. You're just, like, super practical all the time. I don't no. know. You're a bit of a dreamer. Yeah. You have, I, like, goals. Yeah. I think I'm kind of, like, this really weird balance because like, I have all these, like, huge grand dreams where I'm, like, I'm going to buy a castle in Scotland <laughs> and renovate it, and me and my golden retriever farm are going to live there, and it's going to be right on the lock, and I'm going to see Nessie. But then I'm also, like, I'm going to plan out every single meal I'm going to eat this week, and... Well, otherwise, how else can you manage to renovate a castle on the lock and That's see true. Nessie? I am saving for the castle. She's definitely, like, looked up castles, FYI. Uh, this is yeah. for real. <laughs> it's it's on my pocket account oh on my, my computer, God, like, a I list of... that. It's a whole <laughs> list of castles for sale in Scotland, and some of them are renovated and some are not, and I want the ones that are, like, just decaying and falling apart. They need some TLC, and I have a lot to give. Like, the drafty... Yeah. And I've already researched it. Gatsby can go. Oh. Yeah. How do you get Gatsby to Scotland? You don't have to quarantine them. Like, you literally (gasps) fill out paperwork showing their, like, shot records. Yeah, it's super easy. Way easier than, like, Australia then. Yeah. Yeah. He does not have to be checked out, like, at all. What? Yeah. So, we're pretty much heading to Scotland ASAP. Gatsby is her golden retriever. Yes, and he's my life. He's precious. Thank you. I'm a very proud dog mom. But anyways, so. Yeah, I I, definitely. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, I disagree with this statement. (laughs) I related to the optimism and the time because I always think I have more time than I do. And then I think that whatever I'm working on, I can finish in less time than I have. Yeah. I would say that's true for you. Yeah. It's like in the morning, I'm like, oh yeah, I could totally walk the dogs and clean the whole house and do like two loads of laundry. This is an exaggeration, but I'll think I can do all of that in an hour, become a crazy person. In reality, what you can do for an hour is put clothes on. Yeah. You can shower and you can brush your teeth and you can... Walk out the door. Grab a granola bar. Yeah. That's it. But I did do all of those things that you just mentioned this morning, but I woke <laughs> up at four. Oh, okay. I was like, I was just like, are you going to make me feel like shit right no, now? I woke up at four. <laughs> so that was why I got all that done. Maybe a little type A. Just maybe. A little bit. I, it was an accident. Oh, well, it was like I woke up coughing. earlier than normal. Yeah. My alarm was off at 4.30, okay. but I woke up coughing. 4.30? Yeah. It was five. That was... It was five before I had Gatsby. Oh. But with Gatsby, I have to factor in an extra 30 minutes to go on our long morning walk slash maybe play with the neighbor dog if he's outside. You're not obsessed with Gatsby at all? No. Definitely not. He's, he doesn't <laughs> rule the roost. I can't believe you woke up at 4.30. I would literally die. Yeah. Every day. Oh, yeah, 4. Was no, four today, I would die. Every day. 
when Abby wakes me up at, Abby's my German shepherd. She'll wake me up at like three to go outside and I will let her outside and then I go back to bed. Same for five. No, when I'm up, I'm up. God, I wish. I mean, I don't because you probably get less sleep than I do, but also you're much more productive. I, go to, I was in bed at nine, so I go to bed earlier than most people. God. Yeah. I go to bed at nine, I still wake up at six. I do that sometimes. Okay. But not normally. Just a paragon of organization. Yes. But she's also really creative. Go read her articles. Thank you. I, I appreciate that because I did decided to make my career creative. <laughs> so I hope at this point I am and I'm not wrong. And you have other creative pursuits that are not like work related. Yes, in the technical terms, but <laughs> since I have Gatsby, those have been put on slight back burner. Oh, just fair. because he's six months old. Yeah. So he likes I have a newborn guys, essentially. <laughs> she frequently calls herself a single mom, FYI. I am a single Gatsby mom. is a baby. <laughs> He is. He is such a baby. Yeah, and he's into everything, so. Cool. It's okay. Gatsby can just hijack the podcast. <laughs> he hijacks everything else. Elise and I have talked about trying to talk about pets, and she's like, we just don't agree on anything. But it, really, you could record Tara and I talking about dogs if any of you would actually listen to it. If any of you would listen to me and Tara talking about dogs, tweet us at just yeah. dropping. Send us, you know, little prompts. Let us know. What do you want to yeah. know about owning a dog? Because I will gladly go on and on about my dog. We could do such if an If you want to Facebook column. Live, I'll bring Gatsby to work. Oh my god. Speaking of, she did bring Gatsby to work one day, and it was the best day ever. He was only yeah. there for like an hour, and it was perfect. I literally, I honestly, okay, so this is going to sound really dorky, but my face hurt because I was beaming with pride. <laughs> like, I was smiling so hard, it was starting to cramp up. Because I was like, yes, this is my dog. Yes, he is well-behaved. Yes, he is gorgeous. He is, though. He's all of the above. I know. He's perfect. <laughs> and he loved the open office. Oh, it's like if I could let him off and bring him every day, he'd be perfect. Yeah. He'd be the best mascot. I've already decided. I think you could talk everyone into it. We'll give you one. Can we get some ESL t-shirts? He's wearing Mm. one. Yes. We're still, by the way, guys, we have uh, some podcast t-shirts in the works. Those are going to happen. We're working on it. Gatsby's going to get one. He is. I'm really excited about it. I'm actually putting him in a a Nouveau t-shirt this weekend just for shits and giggles. That'll be cute. Cute, cute, cute. Yeah. He'll love it. Do you like wearing clothes? I've honestly never put a shirt on him, <laughs> but I don't think he'll be bad because he loves bandanas. Like, when I tie them on him, he's like, no, what are you doing? Go away, woman. But once it's on, it's like he doesn't know what's there. He's like, I'm so pretty. And he yeah. runs around. So, cool. so Gatsby likes open offices. How do you feel about open offices, Tara? <sighs> well. I ask you because you're on the record with your opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've written about this, and I'm not shy about sharing my opinions, but I'll be slightly diplomatic and say that I have learned to work with it because I didn't have a choice. Same. I hate them, but they're less horrible now than they were this time last year. Yes. I will agree with that. Absolutely. Because the open office, that wasn't an open office. We were in this huge, (laughs) it was a room that had a bunch of cubicles and then it got converted to just a room with a bunch of desks. (laughs) It was terrible. And I hated it. Absolutely hated it for several reasons, besides the fact that it was just not well laid out and it was not pretty. But we what were, we're all in like now, up against a wall. Yeah, like we weren't like facing anything but this like giant lime green wall. And I went so far as to tape <laughs> up giant pieces of white paper so that I wouldn't look at this green wall. I hate green. Yeah, I hate pretty you much really all hate color. Lime green. Yeah, I hate colors in general. <laughs> So that was how much I was suffering working in that room. But this one I don't feel like is that bad. Mm-hmm. Our new office is a lot better. It's I agree. very pretty. I still don't love it. If yeah. I was given a choice, I would change one of the closets into my office. Oh my god, yeah. And I would lock myself in there. One of those huddle rooms would be mine in a minute. Oh, I sit in the if our <laughs> lawyer's not in, I sit in the one with the desk all the time. Like we're lucky I haven't just put my name on the door. He would kick you out. I know. But if you wouldn't, it really, yeah. It's just such a perfect room. So in our office, we have, it's one big office. And then we have uh, cubicles for like, our developers have like tall cubicles. And then our sales have like tall cubicles. And we have 
desks with like dividers that are what 12 inches well they're tall? not even like technical desks they're really like it's like a if long you think table. of long drafting tables with yeah. small dividers to signal this is one person's space and this is another's that's what we have and the dividers don't even like my monitor sets up higher than the um, dividers yes. and it's it's not bad i'm not saying that it's beautiful oh it's so gorgeous and, and open and airy yeah and i ended up with an end spot, so I have a lot more room than the rest of the <laughs> office, and I'm really happy about it. But my ideal situation is not seeing anyone. So what are some of the pros of an open office? Well, I would say being able to like literally just turn around and like grab you or Elise or you know people on the other teams. That's yeah. really nice because I don't have to, I hate typing messages. <laughs> Yeah, we have an inner office chat program, but Kara hates it. Yeah, I can deal with it, but I already type so much. So to have to be like, hey, turn around, look at this. It's <laughs> so much harder than to go, hey, Elise, look at this. So it feels more that's convenient. Really it feels more laid back that you can just like turn around and yeah. be like, hey, you. Yeah, and it, it's fun. Like, I have a lot of fun at work. I will say that. Yeah. So I love the fact that I can literally just be like, Elise, let's watch this dumb video. <laughs> Or, like, call across And you can, someone. like, push your chair back and roll over to Chris. Yeah. So that aspect I really do like. And when we were in regular cubes, people looked at me really weird when I rolled around in my chair. Yeah, Which I did true. frequently. And now if I roll around in my chair, nobody cares. It's totally normal. Yeah. So that's a small little perk I didn't expect. Yeah. And when we were in cubes to, like, go visit someone, it was almost like you were invading their space yeah, if you hung you out too long. Yeah, you posted yeah, you, like, sat on the edge of their mm-hmm. desk, and people looked at you weird for doing that. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, kinda, like, I would sit, like, Indian style on Chris's desk yeah. and just sit there for 30 minutes. I'm like, I'm not going to come back for a couple of hours. Right. So I'm going to be here for a while. We're going to be distracted for this set amount of time. Yeah. yeah Whereas now I just, I roll over, I roll back, I roll over, I roll back. I get a lot more exercise. <laughs> Do you have, like, mad calf muscles from rolling in your chair? No. I still have teeny tiny chicken legs, Oh. but <laughs> they're on their way, but I think they're pretty like fit, <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely easier to collaborate. It's friendly. And I do like that we can work with other teams in the company. Yeah. That's a lot easier because especially I have like friends from post like pre oh, yeah, yeah, pre-works. Yeah. Like I can see Olivia super easy. And I really enjoy that. You, like, make faces at her or whatever. Yeah. We always catch each other's eye, and it's awkward because it's normally when I'm eating or (laughs) she's, like, looking at her computer, but I can see her make a face about something. So I think that's really nice and convenient. And Um, I can literally look at creative and be like, hey, you, I need a photo. That's what I was going to say. Like, creative is so easy. I just turn around and, like, wait for one of them to look at me. Because sometimes, like, we have the inner office chat, but... Not everyone's on it all the time. Like right. You can have it set with pop-up notifications, or you can turn those off. Or yeah. you can just turn around and look at whoever you need, and then they will uh, talk to you. Yeah, but sometimes, like, the chat doesn't always work, too, so yeah. that's another issue. Like, it glitches, and it'll say that it's sent on your end, but they don't get it on their end. So that's really convenient to be like, hey, I just sent you a message. Did you get it? Can you pay attention? I need you. <laughs> I need you right now, please. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like, I was trying to think of like some of our ESL brainstorms. So usually, I mean, after mm-hmm. four, our office gets like really laid back. Some people go home because they come in early. Some people are like staying, we're hanging out. Um, and we've had some major Ernst and brainstorms where literally everyone on our team comes around to our little side of the triangle mm-hmm. and we just sit in a circle and write on the wall. Yeah. Like that's how we came up with this name. Yeah. Well, not this name. It was no, when we were just brainstorming right. names. But we didn't come up with this one. We were just no, Elise came up at this one. Right, but it wasn't in the circle, right? No. Yeah, so we were just all, it was like, but like, taut and tidy, our Facebook video, <laughs> so much stuff has just come from yeah, like, we just sit in a circle. hey y'all, come here, like, we need to brainstorm. Yeah. And that's hard to do with cubicles, you have to like, book a conference room. Yeah, or all squeeze in. Yeah. Oh my god, cool. seven people in one cube, not a pleasant yeah. life. But I will say... I think the other teams probably get a little irritated because I'm such a social butterfly that if I have the opportunity to talk, I'm going to (laughs) talk and you're the same way. So I definitely think some of the other teams are like, content needs to shut up. Yeah. Elise and I try to be like professional at work, but then we'll end up like, 
we'll send each other a meme about TV, and then we'll literally be discussing the plot of a television show for 15 minutes. Yeah, well, I mean, Chris and Elise argued about Taylor Swift and Calvin Harris for 15 minutes yeah. last week, and I just Snapchatted the whole thing. We should probably share a photo of Chris on something, actually. We should. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll so put much. him on the Snapchat the day after this podcast comes out, because... Chris is my work husband, not my real husband, but <laughs> probably the We've closest thing so to the love much. of my life that will ever happen. Yeah. So look out for it. It'll come. It'll be there. Our Snapchat is earned by love. It's really easy to find. Yeah. I'm really funny. <laughs> Just so you know. I really plugged that. Um, and the Snapchat is way easier to do in an open office. It is because mm-hmm. I'm... People don't even know that I'm snapping. It's true. You just like turn around and you're like, I got you. I kind of like space the normal way and I slide it up over my shoulder (laughs) and just sneak around. Okay. So we've been positive. Cons. So many cons. We've talked about collaboration. There is too much collaboration sometimes. There's a really good chance that anytime you try to get one or two people in on something, you're going to get people you didn't want in on it. And it's, they're trying to help, but sometimes it's like too many opinions is too many. Yeah. And I honestly didn't want you to help. And for me, it's like the eavesdropping temptation is so high. There's a reason this podcast is named eavesdropping. Yeah. Because y'all. You're like, the worst about it. Oh my God, I do. I'm like, oh, something interesting happened. Yeah. I try so hard and it just does not work. I don't know. It would take like probably Ativan to make me stop butting into other people's conversations. Or I mean, like earplugs yeah literal earplugs that yeah, I could not, not somehow music. remove yeah for some reason that's never allowed enough to block out anything never nope yeah so I hear something and I'm like oh and then I'm like oh crap I totally just butted into that conversation yeah and then there's the fact that if you're I'm not saying you should gossip at work but <laughs> I'm also not saying it doesn't happen but with an open office it's really hard someone is probably gonna hear you which is why I think if you want to gossip, you should learn sign language or foreign language. What if they learn the same foreign language? Well, then you'll just have to learn another one. <laughs> so so say, pick something really obscure. That's what I would say. Like learn Mandarin. Who knows that? Chigao. Okay. So he knows it. But Our office is pretty diverse. That would be like Russian, but we have two people that yeah, speak Russian. We Russian, Ukrainian. Chris and I both kind of speak French. Our CEO Spanish. speaks French. Yeah, you speak Spanish. And our CFO speaks Spanish. Yeah, he speaks Spanish. Um, And Jonathan speaks Spanish. There are a lot of languages. Danny speaks so much. So much. Laotian, Vietnamese, a little bit of Chinese. Oh. Laos and China are really close. Right. Um, Yeah, so So basically you just can't gossip in an open office. Learn Latin. And then type in Latin because nobody knows that. It's dead for a reason. Fair. You're welcome for the tip. <laughs> and it's loud. That's my other... It is loud. Office. Yeah, if you're the kind of person that needs silence or just calm to work, it can be very distracting and overwhelming. And also, I mean, I don't deal with this, but um, I guess like, if you're like, easily overwhelmed or like you get anxious from social situations, mm. I know that can be a lot. Yeah. Until you get used to it. I can do that. We have one coworker who who will tell you he gets social anxiety about right. things. He does really well at work, but it took him like a long time to get really comfortable. Yeah. And just our whole office is open. It's not just this one room. It's right. the whole thing. Everyone. Except for the exact offices. Like our kitchen is open to like where we sit, yeah. basically. Like our area is open and it opens up into dev. And there's literally like a fake wall separating us, which from yeah. sales, like there are no doors. No. I can hear them talk. They can yep. hear us talk. When they watch random videos, we can hear the music. Yeah. So it's all open. And I'm just really easily distracted. Like I hear oh, I something too. and I'm like, oh, what's that? Yeah. My work style is alone, complete silence. I don't want music. I don't want TV. I want, like, I want to hear the AC. Wow. That's literally all I want to hear or Gatsby chewing on something. <laughs> That's it. Like, I cannot hear things. The library was my favorite thing in college. Yeah. Until people started talking. Right. They were like, they like put in Starbucks. People were like, we can hang out here. And you're like, no, you can't. Get no, out. Get out. Yeah. So, and then another con is lack of privacy, for <laughs> sure. Which I'm goes also along really with the gossiping bad about this one. Tip. Yeah. 
And of course, I mean, our team, there are no boundaries. We don't have privacy. Yeah, half of us went to college together. Yeah. And I'll like message Elise sometimes. I'm like, oh, hey, that thing you're looking at right now is blurry. It'll be like a photo. Yeah. And she's like, Malia, go away. I'm like, yeah. can't, sorry. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'll look over at Elise and it's when she's like in between something. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. It'll be something that she loves, but I think is dumb or I'll catch her like picking yeah. at her split ends and stop it. Or creative, they'll send something over. Sorry if you guys are listening, but they'll send something over and like, you can't just have a normal first reaction no. to whatever they send. Poker face. You have to like totally poker face because if you hate it, they'll see you. Or if you oh. laugh. Well, imagine where I like, say, like, I literally face oh, yeah. Samuel and I face Jasmine and I face Helen and Jonathan. Like they can all see my face. But, yeah, they like send it and they like watch for your reaction. Yeah, and so I literally have to be like, do I like this? And I have to be internal with it. Like right. I cannot, I have to pretend that I'm not looking at it essentially. Right. And if you love and it, I'm not it's saying easy. I don't like their stuff. Right. I'm just saying stuff there's I always love. that risk that you yeah. might not like something. And that gets a lot of pressure. Yes. Because when you love it, there's no pressure. It's like, right. oh my God, you're brilliant. I love you. Yeah. It's like the one out of 70 times they send you something and you're like, ugh, swing and a miss. Yeah. And you have to be like, um, I like it. Yeah. With that like exact same fake high-pitched voice. They'll never catch on to that. <laughs> I'm super not obvious. Yeah. Okay. And so another thing for me, like I said earlier, is I have to have complete silence and I have to be alone to work. And so working styles are just like learning styles. Like everybody has a different one. And I feel like open offices are the least inclusive for that. Cause that's literally like the only people I know that can really function in the open office are people like Chris who can block out anything. He's just that kind of personality and Elise. Yes. Because she's so oblivious to what's she going on in the world. She has an uncanny ability to be totally oblivious. She gets so much work done, and it's not that she doesn't know what's going on when she wants to know, but she's just like, Tunes it I, don't, I don't even know how she does it. It's amazing. I wonder if they're introverts. Maybe. Are you an introvert? No. Uh, me neither. Like, I will talk, be talking to her. Yeah. And I sit next to her and right. Elise, Elise, Elise. And I'll finally have to touch her to get yeah. her to pay attention to me. And she's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So those are the only types of personalities I think it really, I call it really her superpower. For. And people that enjoy working with music, but not everybody yeah. does. So, like, JP loves listening to music. And I know he right. listens to predominantly classical. And I like classical, too. But, you know, it's kind of hard to find that, like, sweet I don't spot. Like, I don't like lyricless music, mostly. Oh, I do. Yeah. I get bored. Well... I like one classical song in like the middle of my playlist okay. or something. So I'm, I figured this out in college. My ideal playlist for classical music to listen to is like movie soundtracks for really oh, epic things like Harry Potter. Like yeah. I will listen to the Harry Potter soundtrack. Like I would listen to that while I wrote research papers or like the Leathering because it was like boom, boom, <laughs> boom. It was so pressured and built up and I was always so motivated so if I am listening to music without words unless I'm like you know just scanning the internet that's what I'm listening to because anything else I'm like okay I'm gonna bed yeah Bye. that's more like it keeps you pumped up I can see that yeah it's a weird personal quote personal quote personal quirk quirk yeah quirk, quirk is the word yeah and then this was you added this one and yes. then I added to it Yes. Okay. So if you're in a bad mood, people can't get away from you and vice versa. Yes. So like I really wasn't in the best mood this morning, but I face Samuel who is the happiest oh person my God, on he's earth. So happy. And if you're ever like mean to him, you feel like the literal scum of the earth. Yeah. So it was kind of like, I know you're happy and I'm not mad at you for being happy. But I don't want to be around happiness right now. Right. So that is, and it's not to be like, oh, you're trying to be a bitch or people can't feel what they feel. But like, you know, when you feel bad, you don't want to be around people. Yeah. And honestly, I will say this, Elise, when you're in a bad mood, the last thing I want to do is be around you. <laughs> she's a little scary when she's in a bad yeah, mood. Yeah, like, it's frightening. Honestly, it's frightening. Because normally she's really easygoing and, yeah. like, the best. And then she's in a bad mood and you're like... Yeah. So when she's upset, I'm always like, what do I do? Yeah. And I sit literally right next yeah. to her. Like, I cannot back up my chair without practically sitting in her lap. 
so I can't get away from her. Yeah, and she does, she's not a huddle room worker. Like, when you're no, in a bad mood, not. we can kind of tell because Tara's like, peace out, guys. I'm going to a huddle room. Yeah, I will see I'll you in away. three hours. Yeah. She will come out for lunch, and sometimes she goes back to the huddle room. Yeah, no, I will, I'll set up camp. I'll be in there all day. Yeah. But Elisa's, I'm going to sit at my desk because she can block things out, so. Yeah. I would say that's probably the biggest issue. I really should go to the huddle room more when I'm in a bad mood. Oh, it's a lifesaver. Yeah. I just kind of sit there, and sometimes it's, like, one of those things where, like, something that never bugs me, you can't block it out, and so then I'm like, this is the worst, it will ruin my whole day. Well, there are days when I wake up knowing it's not going to be my best mood, and I won't even go to my desk. I will take my bag, my lunch, whatever it is, to the huddle room. So I would say that's probably a huge con. Yeah, our office, I like that they put in the huddle rooms, because they knew, I mean, they even, they were like, we know, like, this isn't always going to be optimal, you're going to need some privacy sometimes. They built like three, are there three or four? There are four, but we turned one into a prop Prop room. Yes. So they built in like three small conference rooms that you don't reserve. They're usually open. You can always find at least one. They're kind of like a a study room in a college library. Yes. It's exactly like that, actually. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. With like the whiteboard walls and everything. Just smaller tables. And it's so good. Oh my God. They're amazing. Okay. So then tips to survive. Find a huddle room. (laughs) Yeah. And if you don't have a huddle room, anything else, I would say a corner. Mm -hmm. I've gone to the kitchen sometimes. Yeah. The kitchen's usually pretty quiet. Um, Or even if you get out of the office, like outside, if you have free Wi-Fi, local coffee shop, library. My favorite thing about our new office is that we are walking distance from the library. Yeah. Library and um, the used bookstore, which you can also just like post stuff in. Oh, I hadn't even thought about working there. Mm-hmm. Their coffee's good, them. too. Yes, they have good coffee. Um, and then if you have the capabilities, I would go home. Yeah. Not all the time. Like, sometimes, you know, you're in a bad mood and you want to escape before you have to go to a meeting. But I don't normally have a lot of meetings. And typically when I do have meetings, they're all in the same week. Like, they're always chunked. So I'll leave at lunch, but I'm not coming back. And we're a really flexible office. And, like, Elise and I know that Tara works best in, like, a quiet, isolated yeah. environment. <laughs> So if she has a lot to work, like a lot of work to do, we're like, all right, bye. Yeah, I don't feel like anybody cares anymore if I leave. They're just like, Tara doesn't want to be here, but yeah. she's gonna go home and do her work. Right. So yeah, like, and really, yeah, I worked from home Monday afternoon. Like, I didn't feel well, and I was just like, this is not where I need to be. So I came home on Monday, and I literally got two reviews done, plus like did something for JP and sent like six emails. Yep. And literally two and a half hours. Yeah, you're Which so, is more than I would do at the office. You're really productive when you work from home. Yeah. So if that works for you, I, like, definitely know that about yourself, and you can be like, Yeah, and tell hey, your boss. Like, yeah. I would definitely just be like, look, it's not that I don't appreciate the office or don't love my job, but there are going to be moments when I just am going to work better somewhere else. And I don't feel like that's an unreasonable thing to ask for. No. Flexibility is the thing these days. Yeah, it's really hip with all the millennials. Yeah, it's all <laughs> over the place. And then if you can't escape the office, you can mentally escape the office with headphones. Yes, headphones, even though I just said I'm not a music person. Yeah. If someone's talking, like headphones. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, or if something's really loud, I'll put Mm -hmm. in headphones to block it out. I can't do earplugs because the total silence drives me insane. But if you love total silence... See, I'm an earplugs person, but I don't put them in because I feel like people will look at me like, what's sticking out of your head? Because, yeah. you know, they're not small. Like, they're right. pretty noticeable. So I just... Well, I know, first of all, Elise would make fun of me. Yeah. Chris would make fun of me. Yeah. And then I think people will just look at me and be like, what it, like, what's going on? Well, then it's hard to see. So one thing with headphones is, like... I haven't bought them yet, but I really need to buy a giant pair of like over-the-ear headphones. So it's really, really obvious when you're li- like listening yeah, like to Christine. music. Yes, because otherwise someone will turn around and be like, "Hey, hey, hey!" And after like the third "Hey," they look idiotic, and they're like, "Oh, she's wearing headphones." Happens yeah. to me all the time, and we're like, With "Hey, Elise. person, yes, person next to them will like slap their arm, and be like, hey. Mm-hmm. and they turn around and take their headphones out." So earplugs, I think you would have that problem times a thousand. Yeah, you're probably right. But it's so quiet. But that would be so silent. Yeah. Well, silence inspires me in a way that I know most people get freaked out. I'm like this. So you know those, okay, you know those chambers where it's like the 
It's like you're in this little ocean, like you're floating in water. Oh, the hyperbaric chambers. Yeah, those where it's all black, Mm -hmm. no noise. Ideal living situation. That makes me want to vomit, scream, and run away. Like just the thought. That could be my bed. If I didn't think I'd drown, I would get in bed every night. Maybe they don't let you drown. I don't know how it works, but like. I mean, you just float there. Yeah. But like, if I could have that in my home, oh right, and make, like, like without supervision, all the time, just get a water bed. No, I had one of those. Well, <laughs> my older brother had one of those when I was growing up, and they're fun. But I busted out a tooth, so we're done with those. Oh yeah, you are. But yeah, so if you can go with silence, I would go with that. Yeah. And from what we Or even learned, if you like want to put an earplug in one ear and a headphone in the other, so you get music but not the talking. That would be smart. Because yeah, I do the one headphone thing I'm a lot. Because you don't want to be like totally shut off. Or Tara's like, hurts yes, I do. Ear. Yeah. <laughs> Tara's like, I totally want to be totally shut off. Don't. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But I like one so I still know what's going on, and then one so I can like tune into the music and tune out what's going on. Oh, see, no. You have no I'm FOMO. a social butterfly, but if I want to work, I want to be alone. Yeah. So I just don't make sense. That's fine. I've accepted that. See it? I wish I could work in silence and alone, but I have to have, like, something going on. <laughs> or I'm, like, and some part of my brain gets bored even though I'm doing something. And I'm, like, well, now I have to go do something. You just need stimulation. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. It's probably some sort of research study in there. Overstimulated millennials. And then one thing we learned, we learned the hard way in our first open office, like our boss was like, hey guys, apparently you all hate this. Here's what you should do is talk to your coworkers about how you work best. Yeah. So we were in this little bitty room. Little bitty. Because our company went through this like changing phase. You could call it our metamorphosis. I would go so far as to say that. And so we borrowed this room an entire floor below the rest of the company and put our team in there. And I called it the blueberry. Yes. The walls were blue. Bright blue. They were about the color of Malia's hair. Yep. And it was just this long rectangle with all of these desks, 11 people. It was so cramped. No drawers, no cabinets. We No dividers. It was kind of like going to college. We, like, yeah. we need baskets. We need all of this organizational stuff because yeah. we're not going to have any space. And honestly, it was about the size of a dorm room. Yeah. And it was morning. It was stressful. Because even though, and so, I mean, obviously, like we've said before, like we get along. We like half of us went to college together. We're friends outside of work. But then you put us all together all day long. And the fact that we were friends outside of work somehow made everything worse because we so had no worse. boundaries. Then we had to talk to each other about boundaries. Yeah. And there was probably, and Elise will say this, a month-long period where I didn't speak to her. Because we were side by side, but she could see my computer, so she was kind of behind me. I didn't speak to her for a month. Yep. Because she was driving me nuts. And I was driving her nuts because I could, like, reach over and touch her. Yeah. And we were all, I mean, we were so used to, like, we went from having cubicles to being in this open office. We were like, oh, my God, we can talk to each other all the time. Yeah. And then it slowly turned into, oh, my God, they can talk to me all the time. Yeah. And we, not to say we didn't get our work done, but it was like some people want to work and have fun. Some people just want to work. Some people wanted music to play. Whereas yeah. That, I will say, I was a nightmare because <laughs> the team wanted music and I offered up my beats pill <laughs> for she, a whole month. And then I took it away. It. It drove her crazy. I couldn't handle it because people didn't like the songs or they didn't like the volume. And since it was a rectangle, the yeah. volume didn't work. So I took it away. I took the Beats pill home. I took yeah. the iPad home. I was like, you're not getting music. Yeah. But really, that was for the best because then we all put in our headphones and stopped interacting so much. And eventually... You no, know, Tara knows best in <laughs> That's most like situations. Tara's life motto is, I know everything and everything I say is best. And she's not always wrong, so I mean... I have a really good success rate, to be honest. I mean, you got me hooked on Day Designer, and that's still the best thing that's ever happened to me. I know. You're welcome. The best, because I hated all weekly planners. It's a tangent, but I loved Day Designer. I typically am right. You have a sixth sense about these things. (laughs) Wait, what can you say? Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, talking about boundaries. 
because then we were like, okay, these are what we should and shouldn't do. Yeah, and we had to do that in this new office too because yeah. for a while we tried to do music, but it was another setup where it wasn't speakers in the ceiling or right. even far away from the desk. They were in the middle of the desks and our desk tables that form desks make an X and Elise's computer was hooked up to it. Right. So if she took her computer, the music was gone and people would get kind of like, it was irritated, but they were like, where's the music Because it would be on for four hours, then off for 30 minutes, then on for four hours. Yes. So you couldn't adjust. Yeah. And then I sit right next to Elise, right next to the speaker, and so people that are further out wanted it to be louder. Right. Whereas I'm like, if it gets louder, <laughs> I have to leave. Yeah. So that was another thing that we had just all sit, not sit down because we were sitting down, but just be like, okay, guys, we have headphones, we have computers. If you like music, you can play it. But this is causing some issues because we're all disagreeing. Right. We, could, we couldn't pick. And we had a group playlist and everything, so the music was even fine. It was just... Well, with the exception of JP's additions, because he put music in there intentionally to irritate people. <laughs> he did, but he also put in Jolene by Dolly Parton, and then Elise skipped it, and we were both really mad about that. Yeah, but he put... What's his name in there? Oh, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I yeah. remember it. But... It's one of those talk about your boundaries <laughs> and what you can and cannot that you can only love if you really love music. But yeah, so important. And don't wait until you literally cannot stand the sight of each other. Yeah, I would say do it from the start. Yeah. Like the second you get that desk, be like, let's talk. This is my working style. How's let's your working lunch. style? Yeah. Or go get ice cream. Something that's going to like soothe it <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Get some coffee and talk about how much I hate working next to you kidding don't do that that's that's rude yeah you can think it but don't say <laughs> okay so i think that's mostly a primer for surviving open offices i think we got it if you listen to this podcast you are basically an expert in workplace environments now you're welcome i did all the hard work for you all of the suffering was on tara's shoulders i did suffering <laughs> okay so let's move on to the fun adulting segment <laughs> the segment you know and love and have come to expect yeah you can start okay um if i had to give myself a scale of one to ten remember that thing where we talked about people being late all the time well this week i was late for literally everything pretty much every single day it's thursday and i was not on time for a single thing um i was late for work and then i would be late for lunch and then i was late leaving work and then i was late for whatever i was doing after work and then i was late to go to bed and then i was late to wake up it was an endless spiral, and I swear to God, I'm waking up at 6 every day next week, including the weekends, because you otherwise won't. I will die. I'm you will so, try, but you won't. I, that's so true. She's right. She's totally accurate. I will go to bed the night before being like, this is when I'm going to wake up, and then I'll wake up the next day and be like, I totally have time to do like all this if I sleep for another 20 minutes. I can yeah. call you at 4.30. <laughs> oh, my God. That would probably be the end of our working relationship, because I am not kind before yeah i think if two people were to get into conflict the worst combination would be the two of us yeah it'd be like a morning neither of us back down nope we don't back down and i'm pretty slow to forgive oh i don't forgive. <laughs> i hold grudges yeah so tara and i can't get into fights so she can't call me at 4 30 in the morning <laughs> even though it was out of the goodness out of my i heart. appreciate the offer because really it's like facing a fire breathing dragon to even mention calling me i'm a giver she really wants to make everyone's life as organized and perfect as I do. That is my life goal. I think everyone deserves to create an organized, planned, to an extent, because, you know, we make plans, God laughs, and intentional life. Yeah. I believe that. And I think it's the key to happiness, because if you don't have some form of control, that's how you end up with, like, really unhealthy habits. I mean, I read all of the Earn, Spend, Live articles anyway because I'm obsessed but I definitely read all of Tara's because like I said she got me hooked on day designer and there are some good habits that I've really incorporated we can all thank my mom for this because <laughs> she taught me to live this way she will not listen to this but mom if you ever learned how technology works thank you even if she does she's totally not listening to our podcast she's never learned gonna listen no nope. but Scarlett is like a hero well, she's your hero. She's my mom. <laughs> Elisa's hero, too. Let's That's be real. That's true. Okay, so in How terms of adulting, yeah. 
I'm giving myself a seven, but I'm being slightly gracious. And I realize I said that on the last podcast. <laughs> but this week, I honestly felt terrible. It's like the same situation because you were sick last podcast too, weren't you? Yes. Okay. So yeah. that was literally a month ago. I have had the same cold and same cough since the second to last week of June. Oh my God. And it has. It got worse, and then it got better, and then it came back, and then I got on medication, and it got better. And then I got hit by a spider, Oh yeah. and I was on antibiotics, and that made it better. So I was like, oh, okay, like, it's gone. And then I woke up, and I was sick again. Oh. So I just... Do you have, like, pneumonia at this point? Like, come on. Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I should probably go see a doctor, but I don't like them, so I'm not. Usually Tara's immune system is, like, doing all right, so she doesn't have to. Yeah. But apparently it's, like on vacation this no, summer i've caught something i don't know so i felt pretty bad so i've just been like tired and honestly when you get a spider bite guys it's frightening and it messes everything up and then you want antibiotics and they make you really hungry and they make you really tired so it's just my body's been through a lot so i gave myself a seven simply because i felt bad but i did get to work before 8 30 every day this week then 8.30 is my, like, get that's to work Yeah, time. that's, like, your normal. Yeah, that's, like, I get to work at 8.30. Nine if I have to wash my hair. Yeah, nine is, like, I'm looking super glam with, like, that's some awesome day. fresh hair. Yeah. Yeah, extra to film later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got to work on time. I never missed a morning Gatsby walk because he needs it. And I got all my work done. So I gave myself a seven. And today I washed not just my sheets and my pillowcases, but my comforter. Oh, so that's a beef. I started that at 430 this morning. Oh my God. So I gave myself a seven. Yeah. Watching your comforter is like a chore. Yeah. I felt like I deserved it. I feel like that's fair. I don't think you're being overly gracious. No, I feel like I feel that's pretty justified. And it would have been higher if I didn't. So last night I came home. I didn't come home. I went to Walmart. I bought a pint of cookie dough gelato and I came home and I ate it for dinner. So my Poor diet has brought me down to a seven. That actually sounds like the most excellent of all life decisions. It was really good. Um, Talenti, if you're listening, I would really like a little bit more chocolate. More chocolate in the cookie dough? Yeah. Like they have some chocolate syrup swirled in. Oh. And it might have just been like that specific Right. Point, but on average, I think they should up the chocolate content a wee bit. How was the cookie dough content? So good. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't too hard, and it was like <gasps> small little bits, mm-hmm. so it didn't hurt to chew it up. I'm totally going to end up buying cookie dough ice cream tonight. It's going to have to get it a dollar. Yeah, and it was like vanilla bean instead of regular vanilla. Uh, really I recommend it. All of my healthy life choices just went out the window. So what about your boss moments this week? Um... Okay, I didn't really feel like I had, like, a specific moment. It's hard to pick a moment. Yeah, especially, like, when you have an off week. Yeah. So, okay, I decided my boss moment was just the fact that I got my work done because I took on more tasks than normal since Elise was on vacation. Miss you. Come back. She'll be back by the time she's listening to this podcast. Yeah, she'll be back for two weeks. But I... Really? Yeah, we're only one week ahead now. Oh, okay. So you guys are listening to this in almost real time. Aren't you excited? Pretty close. <laughs> but so I was putting in articles for her and finding images and just stuff that she normally does, which I don't mind. It was fun. But yeah, that was different because you had to sort through all this stuff and, like, look for a new... Yeah, yeah normally I just write and, like, Elise, that's yours. So I had to do that plus write. And then I also took over the Earn, Spend, Live Snapchat. Which and is why it's here suddenly... and like called dibs on it. Yeah, no, I wanted it. it. I yeah. wanted it. You like claimed it. Yeah, things like that's mine. Because I love Snapchat, and I mean, by the time this comes out, I'll have had it for a week. Yeah, so that's why it's so awesome. People do stuff with it now. Before we were like, oh, we should Snapchat this, and we got something in, or like did a Facebook Live. Yeah. But I've officially taken it over. So get ready. Yeah, I'm really. Pumped. It's way more active. If you don't follow us, follow us. Yeah, although I am already ready for Snapchat to make it easier to switch accounts. Yes. Within a few days, because it's really hard to type that much that many times a day, because I'm also active on my personal Snapchat, and I can't put Gatsby all over and spend live. Yes, you can. 
I, I mean, I can't. Permission. Okay. okay. Well, well, then this might solve my problem. <laughs> But so those are my boss moments, just handling my normal workload, which is writing, filming, outlining. And then this was one of those weeks where I had all of my meetings. Yeah. So doing that. A lot of prep and organization. Yeah. A lot of notes. And then also taking on Snapchat. And then I got like, we got a planner in that I didn't, wasn't sure it was going to come in. So like threw that in there and. Just managed to get everything done. So. so also you were flexible, which is not your favorite. Yes, I was flexible, Dana. <laughs> Dana's our boss. She totally listens to this podcast, and I'm she's sure. she's always telling me that I need to be more flexible, and she's right. So I'm learning. But at the same time, I admire your commitment to, like, your rigidity. <laughs> you, like, make your schedule, and you're like, I will do this in this allotted amount of free time. Yeah, if someone and sends you something, yeah, I did it to you today. You were like, hey, I sent this to you. And I was like, I'll look at it later. It's on the list. And I was like, awesome. Because I, I hate people send me stuff, and then I automatically look at it. And I'm like, why did I do that? I won't. If someone sends me something, and I'm, it's very hypocritical of me, because when I send something to someone, I expect them to automatically be like, Yes, okay, whatever you need, I'll do it right now. But if you do it to me, I'm like, mm, no, I can schedule you in at 3 p.m. But you also know that none of us are like, I will schedule you at 3 p.m. Like, that's yeah. the other thing. You know, none of us plan out their, our day that way. Yeah, I can get, I manipulate the system because I know that if I need something right, then I get me if I to do it immediately. Because no one else is like me. Yeah, I love it, though. Like, I wish I would schedule everything out and be like, no, you can screw off until 3 p.m. Well, you know, you should check out the time-blocking article. I'm going to. And listeners, you should check out the time-blocking article because it will change your life. It really will. I'm excited about it. I've time-blocked everything. It's kind of rare for you to, like, find a new thing and be like, I reject everything yeah. else I've ever read. This well, I, didn't even, I didn't really realize I was kind of already time blocking in a sense like not at work aside from the fact that I was like this chunk of time but I didn't realize I was time blocking like when I wake up I have 30 minutes to coffee and then I like to give 30 minutes to 45 minutes to like write something whether it's a journal or an article or whatever and then this time is for Gatsby and this time is for the gym and then I go to work your personal life and not your work and then time blocking work, it was like, oh, well, this is revolutionary. <laughs> like, we're going to write the first two hours, then we're going to do all the fun stuff. I love so, that. It did. It was I'm really awesome. excited about that article. I'm not even being facetious, because a lot of times I'm sarcastic, but this is not one of those times. Yeah, you should try it, and then you should write an article about it. Or a video. Or, like, let me Snapchat you something. We can do Snapchat. Like, there's a way to tried to convert Christine. Get ready for that. Oh, my God. Because that's a trip. Christine was so resistant. Yeah, I'm actually really excited. So it'll be on Snapchat when it comes out. But okay, we'll get back to you though. Oh yeah. So speaking of Snapchat, um, you can see my favorite boss moment in the story for like probably another, I don't know, two hours. It's, it's not already been 24 hours. Um, so technically this started before this week, but part of my job is working with affiliates and brands as partners. And one of them that we're obsessed with and I've been kind of stalking for a while and like a friendly digital way is Aaron Condren. So I've emailed them and been like, who's your PR person? Like, who should I reach out to about this? And they were like, oh, here. And I reached out and they were like, silence. And I reached out and they were like, silence. And then I reached out again and they were like, we can't work with you right now. We'll get back to you. And they really did get back to me. And then we got like a box of at least $200 worth of Aaron Condren gear. And it came in this week and I've never been happier. It was amazing. It's so cute. If you were on the Snapchat, oh my God. You've seen it. It's perfect. I did not think to save these things and I should have so we could have posted them. But it's okay. So we're nerds. Nerds. Oh my God. Such nerds. We'll say that right now. We love notebooks. We love planners. We love pens. Holders. Pens. We got lunch boxes. It, it was amazing. amazing. Yeah. And I... I never would have ordered that lunchbox. I never that I have either. it. I love it. I know. I've, I've like, decided I'm going to pack less food because <laughs> the new one is cuter <laughs> than my bigger lunchbox. She literally decided that she was going to switch, like, her entire Tupperware to fit the new yeah. lunchbox. I can't... I need a new salad bowl. Yeah. So, if you have any recommendations, send them my way. So, the moral of that boss moment is even though it was, like, technically work from a couple of weeks ago, is perseverance pays off, not always in the week that you do it, but eventually. The reward. That was your boss moment. moment. The reward part. Fair. Because the reward was on Monday. Oh, my God. So, that is so good. And it's so amazing. It was 
the best. best. It was because it was totally a surprise. We didn't know what was coming in. Mm-hmm. And it's the best stuff, stuff that we, we never would have picked out. It was all personalized. Uh, it also was Ernst and Liv. We, we love to rep, rep and there were flamingos. flamingos. Yeah. Which, which are my spirit bird. bird. Not, Not spirit animal, animal because I have multiple, but spirit bird. What's your main spirit animal? The sloth. Oh, duh. I should have known that. Not because I'm lazy, but they're just so, like, they don't care. Yeah, they're very indifferent. Yeah, like, they're going to do their thing, and if you don't like it... They're a little aloof. So what? But they're cute, and they're kind of cuddly, but they can be mean. They're just, they're the best. That's all I have to say about that. But the new Erin Condren stuff was great. So definitely keep an eye out for reviews. Those are coming... Subscribe to all of our stuff. Yeah, subscribe. Subscribe to everything. All of the things. We're on YouTube. Tara will be doing more YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah maybe if you're lucky, I'll bring some new and content stuff on. <gasps> Should. I could probably talk for 30 minutes about the flamingos. Yeah. Tara's the one who got us all hooked on the Aaron Condren anyway. Yeah, I've been following them since I was 19. 19. Also, at this point, Aaron, if you're listening, I think we should be on first name basis because... I love you. I, I think, think you would really love me. <laughs> I think she would. You Just both a share a of like inspirational quotes and like we, we love planners. planners. Yeah, and stationery. We'd probably be, be best, best friends. friends. And flamingos. And flamingos. If only yes. we had gone to Create and Cultivate. I can't talk about the fact that I'm not going to be at Create Cultivate this October. Is that the one in Atlanta? Yes, and Atlanta is in my top five favorite cities. It's Elise's very favorite. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Talked to her about that on Monday. Nope. Elise, when you're off the podcast, apparently we still can't stop talking about you. So. I miss you. Yeah. Come back. Okay. Um, <laughs> so to wrap up, <laughs> aside from our love for Elise, if you also share our love for Elise, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Twitter or Instagram for those that didn't catch that. <laughs> Sorry, I started laughing. Self-deprecation makes me giggle. Um, and our hashtag, as always, is just eavesdropping, E-V-E, not, you know, the normal way. And let us know also what your favorite office style is. Yeah, and send me snaps. <gasps> yes. I love friends. She actually, like, looks at it now. We yeah. totally missed a few snaps before Tara started taking it. Oh. Yeah, if you have just questions, whatever, if you want some planner stuff, like tips, not items, but tips, snap me. Yep. Or Twitter or Facebook. Let me know. I'll post them. Yes. If we get people tweeting or snapping us being like, what Gatsby look like, we will totally feature him. Yeah. And get ready for some giveaways. So keep an eye out on all of the channels. We have at least two planned. Yeah. Look at all the channels. All of them. All of them. YouTube included? Yes. Not to give spoilers. All right. Bye. Toodles.